All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, guys? We got lots of things uh, to talk about this week, so let's get to it uh, without further ado. All right, so what do we got to talk about this week, guys? You saw the intro, so uh, we got we got a couple big things to talk about, including that Aftershock lineup, right? What a lineup. Uh, us oh here in California God. are pretty stoked about it uh, for everyone else. Uh, make the trip. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, it's become, I think, on par with like a Bonnaroo or a Riot Fest or um, a Lollapalooza or any of those big major festivals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now expanding to four days. So crazy. Uh, we'll get into the lineup in just so a bit, crazy. guys. Uh, so uh, we're also going to be talking about Tool fans are angry about that Fear Inoculum vinyl pressing. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Oh, oh yeah. I've been it? all over that. Don't yeah. we have that? Uh, no, no, we don't. I no, wish. We have oh. Not unless your dad took out a thousand dollars out of the bank to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So have, yeah, we have the CD. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Metallica announced uh, their date. It seems to be an annual thing now for the past four or five years uh, with the San Francisco Giants to take over their game. So oh, yeah. they they got a new Giants game date. We'll let you know when that is. And Slash, uh, he shares the origin story behind his iconic top hat mm-hmm. and how it became to be part of his persona. It's actually a pretty cool story, and I wanted to share it with you guys if you haven't oh, cool. heard yet oh, yeah. so awesome. all right so I we know got what some, it is oh you do okay well don't I spoil do. it uh we got some trivia we got weekly wts some good funny questions on the way uh, all of our links are up every week rocknewsweekly.com you guys can support us uh through anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe it's always in the link of all of our podcasts however you get them google Podcasts, amazon audible you guys can subscribe for 3.99 a month and support us there Once we get to affiliate on Twitch, we'll be able to do that, but we're not there quite yet. So tell your friends, whenever, uh, if if everybody watches us, uh, eventually we're going to get there. We need to average about three people every stream. Three average viewers. That's it. Just to start. Just three? Just three. Oh, okay. That's all we need. If we average three viewers and then we get up to a certain number of followers, we have to get up to, I think, 60 followers. Should I be streaming while we're... Because we've got three of us here. We get all three of us (laughs) I know. Well, you could could pull it up on your personal Twitch account and watch Rock News Weekly. There you go. Yeah, that's what you could do. We should do that right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. Let's uh, let's push the numbers in our favor. We could use all the help we could get. Let's push those numbers. Because... Well, once once it shows up that oh four or five people are watching the channel, more people are likely to tune in. A lot yeah. of people don't like to tune in when there's only one or two people watching. They feel like oh this is kind of amateur, you know, uh, it's not going to be that it. good. So definitely tell your friends Twitch.tv/RockNewsWeekly. Obviously, you guys are watching right now. We got three viewers in the chat right now. So thank you guys. Thank you, lurkers. Thank you, whoever's watching. I think Dolly is actually one of them. Oh, I, to- I told her to pull Dahlia. it up. I told her to pull it up. Uh, she better be, anyway. Better be. <laughs> you better, better. You better support your husband. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, check out our YouTube channel, too. That needs a lot of work. We're going to have to uh, do, like, a an advertisement campaign for that because it's, it's tough with YouTube because you can't do YouTube slash whatever, right? It's got to be uh, a random link. So we have it up on our uh, website, and you guys search for Rock News Weekly Podcast on YouTube. It will show up. So check that out, of course. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. Give us a like and a follow if you haven't yet. Uh, is it stuck for you, Lalo? Is um, yours? Mine has been in the same position for a while. Like right now, yeah. It's yeah. loading, huh? It's loading. Oh, there we go. It's good. Okay, is it, is it working now? Yeah. All right, all right. Oh, uh, We're maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Just me. All right, well, uh, check it out. This week's new releases. Uh, this past weekend, 
February 25th, uh, Avril Lavigne put out her new album. It was produced by Travis Barker. Uh, that one's kind of a return to form for her. Uh, I don't know about these other uh, here. Basia Bulat and Carson McCone. Don't know who they are. Dashboard Confessional. Oh, they, okay. They have a new one. I mean, they're old school. Like, well, I don't know, really old school, but early, late 90s, early 2000s. They haven't put out a whole lot lately. So there you go. Holodrum, Judy Collins, Robert Glasper, Sasami, Soft Cell, Spiritualized, and Tears for Fears. Oh, they have Tears an album. Tears for Fears? Yeah, and I, they're apparently on tour with Garbage. <laughs> Which is like to me is like a weird ass pairing. Everybody wants to rule the world. I don't know. But it's probably Everybody. because Garbage grew up listening to Tears for Fears, and it's one of those tours yeah. where it's like a band, like when Tool had King Crimson open up for him in the nineties, okay. yeah. when no one knew who they were, and for them it was like you're our idols. We want to bring you on tour with us. Yeah. Right? yeah. Same thing, I think, with Tears for Fears. Yeah. Garbage is like, you're our idols. We're a bigger band now. We'll bring you on tour with us. It's that makes mo- sense. It's an honor for us to yeah. play with you guys, right? Yeah. So I, I think a lot of the... I love I loved tours like that. It's always a good vibe. Yeah. Uh, coming out this Friday, this next Friday, March 4th, we got new stuff from Band of Horses. Okay. Guided by Voices, Nilufer Yanya, Peach Pit, Stereophonics, and The Weather Station. Oh, cool. All new albums. So we nice. got... This big flood, remember, like when in January and December when we had like nothing. Yeah, now yeah. it's yeah. like a big flood of everybody's kind of been waiting for the year to get going. Um, <laughs> Charles Davenport Jr. I love that guy in the beanie. What, what a snazzy snaz. Yeah. Oh, I wonder who that is. Wow. <laughs> who wrote that? Yeah. What who a nice that? viewer. Wow. What uh, a nice viewer. That's great. Viewer. We got chat chatters chatting. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy we got with that. Chatters chatting on the channel. Look at that. Six viewers. All right, guys. Yes. Now we're cooking with Six gas. Six viewers. Now, now we're cooking with, <laughs> right. with gas. Check it out, guys. Here it is. Aftershock. Nice. Oh, wow. Thursday. Yeah. That's Thursday. That's the Thursday just, lineup. Just Thursday's lineup would be enough for like a Midwestern yeah. show or anywhere, really. Yeah. I mean, if you saw that lineup, that would be like a pretty good lineup, right? I mean, even like usually um, usually Aftershock, if, when they do have a Thursday, it's like somebody like, um, I don't know, like um, a Chevelle cover band. Or <laughs> last year was Limp Biscuit, and that was kind of fitting. Because, Limp Biscuit. But then last year was Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Well, they canceled. Oh. And then it was uh, who was it that replaced them? Oh, I forgot. I, I don't. It's, it just goes to show. Yeah. Who, whoever it was. But, but I mean, yeah, Limp Biscuit was slated to be the Thursday performer. I'm glad they. Didn't I mean, look it. at this. Look at look at this. Uh, Slipknot, Rob Zombie, Evanescence. I mean. Oh, bad religion. Honestly, like man. I'm not a huge Evanescence fan. I would I would fucking love to see Evanescence live. Like, I'm not even a big Evanescence fan. Slipknot, oh my god. Like, that's, oh, of course, that's Slipknot, a bucket yeah. list item for me. Like, that's that, that that's super dope. And we got Bad Religion there, too. Bad Religion? Oh my god, I didn't even notice Bad Religion. We uh, saw them in 2019. Um, I've never seen Kill Switch Engage. Kill Switch that's is weird. really good live. They're really good yep. live. They got their uh, original dude back. Yep. Um, we saw Stone Temple Pilots at Aftershock a couple of years ago, and I was like, hey... Like, uh, he looks pretty young up there. And you guys were like, that's Chester Bennington. Yeah, we had, we had got yeah. to see that with Chester Bennington, uh, the lead singer from Lincoln Park, about a year or two before he passed away. Yeah, yeah. And he was playing with Stone Temple Pilots at the time for some odd reason. Whoa. I yeah, I don't know why. I can't remember why. It was because, um, I mean, Scott Weiland had just passed. And they, I don't know. I yeah. guess they just tried it out with him. And it was a weird tour. I have some photographs from that tour. I, yeah. I remember I had a... Uh, Fo- uh, press photo pass, and I was able to get some photographs yeah. from that tour. 
Uh, anyway, so that that's cool. just that's just Thursday. That's just Thursday. Let's go to Friday. Oh my god, look at that. Which that's I amazing. think I don't know. I think Friday might be my favorite day. I'm not sure exactly. Maybe um, Sunday. Su- Sunday is probably get like Maybe my Friday or one. Sunday. But fr- okay, so Friday is is like uh, other bucket list items. Kiss. Oh, kiss Judas for sure. Priest, priest, Lamb of God. Oh my God. I've, I've never seen Chevelle live, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, Chevelle's um, going to be good. We've seen Meshuggah Falling or in Reverse. Um, they've done some pretty cool stuff. I've yeah. never seen Apocalyptica. I would love to see them. If any of you guys are unfamiliar with Apocalyptica, um, you know, go slap yourself in the face. <laughs> Uh, this is this is an orchestra group that does Metallica songs with violins and cellos. Cellos, Ooh, mainly okay, cellos. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like three cello yeah. players. They're and, they're pretty badass. And the fact that we get to see Guar is just amazing. Just like icing Guar on once the again. cake. And then uh, there's Bullet for My Valentine from yeah. the UK. They just put out their heaviest album. I can't wait to see them. Spirit Box Clutch. is all over the news right Clutch now. Clutch is really like, good too. Yeah. Uh, Helmet, the original Helmet. band. Yeah, Helmet the from the Helmet. 90s. Yeah, yeah. They're super heavy, man. Uh, Maybe they'll have their beer there. <laughs> they might. Yeah. They might. Uh, that would be beer. awesome. It was the Betty beer or whatever from that album. Mm-hmm. And then Nita Strauss. Uh, she's got a killer new album, and she's Alice Cooper's guitar player. Oh, so And cool. she's got this really good album. She's an amazing guitar prodigy. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's just Friday. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. And then we got... You know, Saturday with My Chemical Room, a day to remember. I can't wait to see them again. I, I saw them a long time ago. I think it was in 2013 or 2014 yeah. the last time. And I can't wait to see them again. <gasps> thrice. Thrice. I, just, well, I saw that. I right gotta love thrice. <laughs> thrice. 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 And thrice. All about Distillers. Uh, Beartooth. I'd like to see them live. Beartooth. I'd yeah. like to see what they're all about live. Um, Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some other ones there. And then uh, Sunday to finish it out. Foo Fighters. I mean, that's and, gonna be the uh, oh greatest hit sing along, you know. Oh my god. There's Foo like Fighters. thirty, forty songs that they play that everybody knows. Um but even if you don't like Bring Me the Horizon, it's go see them live. Th- those guys put oh, on yeah. an epic live show every single time. I've seen them live quite a few times and every single time they put on this great live show. Push it back. Um Action Bronson? <laughs> wow. That's yeah, crazy. they always they, they always have some kind of an alternative rapper hip hop type of thing. He still yeah. does music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he's been doing that fuck that's delicious. Uh my my wife was saying that she's been watching that nonstop and so she's kind of excited to see him. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. Zach Sabbath is Zach Wild doing a bunch of Black Sabbath oh, songs. Oh yeah, I love that. So that's going to be cool. Love I, I that. can't wait to check that out. Yeah. Uh Under Oath um, then we Dirt, got some other ones there. Dirty Honey just released a new album. Dirty right? Honey too, yeah. yeah. And I can't wait to see them live. They're they're killer. Uh, I heard they put on an amazing live show. I haven't seen them live yet, so I can't wait to see that. Cool. So aftershock festivals happening, man. Uh, it's it's big this year. Four days. So check yep. out that lineup. Aftershockfestival.com. Definitely oh, worth yeah. worth the trip if you guys are thinking about uh, heading out here. So. Oh yeah. Uh, a couple other tour news oh, that's items. Cool. Hey, that cool poster yeah, and dope poster, amazing. Yeah. artwork. Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains. He's got a big tour. Um, he's gonna be doing his solo Whoa. solo tour, and he's got some new VIP packages. Uh, each show offers fans tiered selections of exclusive experiences. These experiences include a meet and greet, photo op, personal autographed items of your choice, nice. premium merch items, and at the top tier, you get an assigned official. A tone Gibson JC signature acoustic guitar. Okay. The guitar includes a letter of authenticity, 
Packages start at 100 bucks all the way to 5500 which includes the guitar. Wow. So the guitar, I think, is around 3500 bucks just by itself. So to just get that, it's the Jerry Cantrell signature acoustic guitar. Which yeah, is, signed. It's signed. Yeah. It, it comes with a letter of authenticity. Awesome. You get to do the whole VIP experience. I mean, if you're a fan of that band and you're a fan of all of that, that's definitely a one. If you're, you know, if you got some extra cash to save up for, you'll never forget that. Yeah. And you'll have an amazing guitar to take home and be able to play, and it'll sound killer. I remember um, but when. But is a lot. Oh, that is a lot. I remember when you. Um, the tour dates. When you gave Lalo and I tickets to go see uh, Joe Satriani, mm-hmm. and w- we went up there and oh, um, yeah. we met him, and he signed CDs. He signed Wasn't, posters. Yeah, you guys said he was really cool too. He right? was really he cool. Was super cool. He was so cool. And not only did he do um, uh, a poster for, he did a signing for you. Right. He did a signing for me. He did a, a, a signing for Lalo on the CD, and yeah. then he did an extra CD for my uh, my cousin, uh, my camera. How yeah. cool! And and um and, yeah, and I was able to give it to him, so it was, it was very cool. Awesome. So very check cool. out Jerry Cantrell's tour dates here. I know we just we weren't even talking about Jerry Cantrell; like it just went off. On well, Joe's, but still, but still, yeah, send yeah, us yeah. a guitar. Yeah. yeah, they're both badass guitar players. Mm-hmm. Send us a guitar, Jerry Cantrell. <laughs> please. Yeah, Jerry Cantrell. I, if you're listening, you're awesome. I know you're a fan of the show. <laughs> you're amazing. Uh, you know, we love you. I'll get in a box. I'll be that man. Man in a box. Be I'll the be man that in the man box. for you. All right. Buried in my shit. Down, down in a hole, maybe. I'll be down in a hole. Down in a hole. Yeah, losing control. Maybe. Uh, yep. No, no excuses though. No excuses. You might eat a rotten apple. Or no uh, you may, uh, I don't know. Yeah, wife I, I and kids, it. household I pet. It. I couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, San Diego in California, and then also I think he's going to be, where oh, Ace else? Ace of Spades. Yeah, Ace of Spades. Oh, oh nice. I love May Ace of Spades. May 4th, yeah. We yep. saw a star set at yeah. Ace of Spades. Great venue in Sacramento. Great venue. Uh, for everyone in Northern California. Little kick-ass venue. I love Damn. that. Palisades. It is. Yeah, in Palisades. That was cool. That was fun show. Um, all right. Some more tour date. I think this is the last tour date thing of the week. Breaking Benjamin is going to be on tour with Seether. Oh, cool. Star Set. We were just talking oh, about. Oh, no way. Uh, you guys saw them. Set. You saw them at Ace of Spades, right? Yeah. We saw them at Ace of Spades and an Aftershock, and they are amazing. Live. They're really cool. They're a pretty, like, theatrical band, yeah. right? Like, yeah. they have a, they concept, a concept album type of deal. Yeah. Like, it's always about, like, uh, the galaxy and yep. the universe. Yep. Stuff, like sci-fi right? kind they of They even right. have a, uh, I've, I bought their, you know, they're, like, one of the few bands that actually buy their CDs. And right. so when you get their CDs, um, they've got this whole thing about the Star Set Society and reaching out to the cosmos. And, yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah, it's cool. Like Tool has their mm. kind of thing, and Star Set's kind of cool because they have their kind of sci-fi thing. And those I are like it when bands like do that and hold up the illusion and kind of like you know yeah. uh, put a lot of effort into it and make it a thing. Oh yeah, it, Coed it, and Cambria. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of bands Big that do time. it really well. Yep, uh, but, Iron Maiden. Iron uh, Maiden. Going, going yep. back to there's, the yeah. Yep. Some of the originators of that. You know, those concept albums. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. So uh, check out the tour dates here, guys. Um, looks like mostly East Coast dates, uh, but we get some Southern dates there. Nothing on the West Coast, which oh. may be an indicator that they're going to be gearing up for some kind of a big West Coast tour they just haven't announced. Oh, yeah, oh, that okay. makes sense. So yeah. doing Breaking. the East Coast one first, right? And then uh, none of these bands are on the Aftershock lineup, I will say that. So... It's not like they're holding out for that. But uh, Breaking Benjamin was at Aftershock in 2015. Mm. Star Set was at Aftershock yeah. in 2017. Yeah, yeah. Seether was Seether just was at Aftershock. Just there. Seether was just there. So, yeah. yeah. Breaking Benjamin actually did a cover of Tool Sober. 
at Aftershock when we went to see him. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, right on. Very cool. All right, so the rock news this week, uh, Metallica announcing their uh, annual Giants Day that's going to be at San Francisco Giants. Uh, check it out. That's the shirt that they're going to offer this year. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It's got some like kind of a cartoony style drawing of the band there. That's your swag item. Nice. And it's going to be on May 24th with the New York Mets. So they do the national anthem on the field. Uh, uh, Lars throws out the pitch. I don't know what uh, Rob does. I'm not sure, but <laughs> he just kind of hangs out. Yeah, he's, he's, he's there. He's the third base coach. I don't know, uh, but it is a cool. Uh, if you're gonna go see a Giants game, that would be the 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 one to go see. You know, uh, you, they got Metallica there. So. You heard that, Rodney? Uh, when we went up for um, oh. yeah, when we went up one time to San Francisco to go hang out with Rodney, like he was like, you know, let's go, let's go get some fries. You get some fries, and I was like, yeah. And the next thing you know, we're at the Giants game. Was it Metallica and, night? Uh, no, it wasn't Metallica <laughs> night. But it was. But we got hella good seats, and, yeah. and it was just out of nowhere. Yep, that's fun, it was, man. Yeah, it was pretty it's dope. fun to go to the game sometimes. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be at Oracle Park, May 24th. So let's get to the rock news about Fear Inoculum's vinyl pressing here, yeah. which seems to be a very hot topic this week uh, and last week. They When this came out, so the fans the fans are not happy. And I got to say, me as a casual fan, I'm definitely... I, 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 I maybe I'm not a casual fan. I'm, I'm more than a casual fan, but I'm not happy about the way they're doing all of this right here. So, oh, I thought they reduced the cost. It's still eight ten. No, it's yeah, it's still eight eight hundred ten dollars. Oh wow, the, the cost has not gone down. Uh, so here's the deal. We've I've been waiting for a Fear Inoculum vinyl pressing. Just I just want a regular vinyl pressing. Yeah. Of Fear Inoculum. I want to be able to listen to it on my Hi-Fi Records stereo system. Yeah. I will pay like up to a hundred dollars. For said record, uh, I know it will be a four or five disc record, so I know it's going to be expensive, right? For example, I have a King Crimson box set that's a five LP box set. That's dope. It was a hundred dollars, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's a box set. It came with a DVD. It's super nice, right? <laughs> for example, and then this is eight hundred and ten dollars for. It's also a five LP. Um, vinyl box set i read that it's signed by the band which is a nice extra touch yep so you can see the signatures there which is cool they all signed it in each corner of the of the thing there it comes with some kind of a letter or something like that but 810 dollars that's a lot and fans were just basically and it's only it was only available to their vip club members yeah which you have to pay an extra fee for and it was only going to be available at their live shows, which yeah. you would be weird paying for to be there anyway. And yeah. you, and the chance of getting it at a live a live show is slim to none. Yeah, because it's only with extra copies that they were saying it's available. Oh yeah. So people, what do you yeah. think about that? I mean, in general terms of being a fan and the way you release stuff, do you think that's a? I'm the biggest. I'm kind probably- of a middle finger to the fans, or do you think that's like this is a boutique specialty item? that we're reserving for the highest paying dopest fans you know i'm prob i'm probably the biggest tool fan i know mm-hmm. and um i would never pay 810 dollars <laughs> right and uh like seriously like uh it's just outlandish like, I'm, I'm like and but but here's the deal is is um 810 dollars i wouldn't pay 810 dollars uh because i have kids yeah and i have a life and i have bills and um and i have like normal things that like make me happy and i love listening to tools music i love it it's amazing i will tell you this though chris i will tell you 
If I had $810 just lying around, <laughs> you would buy it. I would buy it in a fucking New York minute. It would be in my collection with I, all of I their signatures. I wouldn't argue with that. In a second. I'm not arguing with that, but, but I can't justify yep. like that that much. Nope, nope, nope. That'd I, be like two paychecks extra money. Yeah. I would save all that up for the entire month just to do that, and yeah. I would still feel like I'm getting ripped off. That you know? is the cost of the motorcycle I just bought. That is like the cost of it. Of the entire motorcycle. Of the entire motorcycle. That you can get, you know, mm -hmm. years and years of use out of. Well, not that you couldn't with yeah. this. And it's badass and it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. But I mean that's that's just And it's got their so signature it's ridiculous. got their signatures on it. That's great. That is like huge. Even like two hundred bucks. I get it. I would be okay with. Yeah. Like with it being signed. You know, maybe three hundred with it signed, maybe mm -hmm. two hundred with it out, I'd be okay with. It is five LPs, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Man. I think I think what it is probably is with the signatures and everything. I think that um, a select group of tool fans that have the money to do it are going to do it. If if you're like for me, like I, I follow Tool on like social media, and there are Tool fans that actually paid to get front row seats in multiple. Oh yeah, uh, they travel to cities and front row seats to go see Tool right now are like a thousand dollars a piece well and and what what they're doing with these they're over a thousand dollars for these right now yeah they're resell this one was a picture of a, somebody that's reselling it for 15.99 yeah. something Whoa. like that and so yeah i saw ones close to two thousand yeah there so are people they're reselling them for even more than you know basically double the price yeah. of 810 dollars, which is crazy so let's move on though you know you can deal with that if you're a tool fan yeah. Uh, Green Day uh, tweeted this photo out on Billy Joe's official Instagram. Okay. And it said next album cover, and it was an old photo of them. Uh, their band name was called Sweet Children before Green Day, and it was when Mike Durant uh, and Billy Joe were in the group with another drummer, John. I forget his last name. He went off to. He decided, oh, I'm gonna go off to college. And I, we, you know, this band's going nowhere. And then Trey Cool joined the band, and then the rest is history, right? Yeah. But apparently. Trey Cool, Billy Joe, and Mike Durant were all born in 1972, so that's why they're going to call the album 1972. I, we knew it was going to be that. Remember yeah. when we talked about this last time? So yeah. I don't know if this is going to be the album cover. I, I doubt it. I think he's just kind of messing around with the uh, nostalgia of it all because mm -hmm. it does say Sweet Children. I don't, I don't think they put that on there for a Green Day album. Uh, but still, it's kind of funny to speculate, and uh, it's coming out soon, and, I, and it's their 50th birthday kind of uh, you know, all the all the guys in the band are going to be 50, and uh, they've been in a band together pretty much all of their lives. So that's yeah. cool. It's one of those, yeah. You don't see that too often. I've you know? never seen a band hated as much as Green Day really? in my life. Yeah, when I went to the uh, um to the uh, they're very uh, polarizing. It seems like a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was 1995, and I went to the Gilman in Berkeley. And I oh, went to go that's see. Why. Yeah, I went to go see Total Chaos. You saw them in the place where everybody yep. hates them because they feel like they sold out. Yep, yep. I, I saw Total Chaos, which was the most punk band I've ever seen in my life, and um, and it was it was brutal and all like people. If you mentioned Green Day, like you would get you would yeah, get, get like, like your ass kicked. Out. It was crazy. I had no idea. I was like, they were at the time, too, I was like, Street. yeah. At the time, I was like, uh, I I was like. Listen to Green Day, like you know, I listen to everything, but it was it was it was weird. That was their hometown, and yep. they were kind of outcasts from their uh, small little Berkeley yep. community because they sold out yeah. and uh, went to reprise records for Dookie. Oh, it's from weird. Lookout. They were at Lookout Records, right? 
Well, they were on lookout for their first two albums, yeah. and then they went to reprise and took the deal, and yeah. that's when they say they sold out. The fans like turned on them, their hometown fans, right? Yeah. And then in a response, like Insomniac came out in '95 around that same time, like what you're talking about. And if you li- listen to that album and look at it in context, that album's really dark, and they were trying to like almost like prove a point, and it was kind of like a fu to their uh, fans that were turning against them in yeah. a way. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, it's just they've had a weird uh, kind of career, and now then they went into this whole like kind of theatrical like rock opera kind of direction yeah, later, yeah. later in their career, which I wasn't really a big fan of. I'll I'll be honest, but that's what happened to Kiss, right? A lot of bands. Yep. I mean, the fucking Spinal Tap. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The Saucy Jack, you know? Yeah. Uh, about yeah. Uh, our musical <laughs> yeah. about Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Wait, what? You're a mean or you're yeah. something one Spinal Saucy Tap. Jack. Uh, it's it's like they make fun of how a lot of rock bands like in their later years start doing outlandish things like a rock opera. Yeah. Thing. And like one of their ideas on Spinal Tap was a rock opera about Jack the Ripper. Which yeah. Which was like it, it was one of their ideas to like do a whole musical about Jack the Ripper, which Die. is just totally crazy. Die in your own vomit. Yeah. You can't Aww. dust for vomit, can you? <laughs> All right, so check it out. I wanted to include this story, Charles, because I know you love him. Oh yeah. Check it out. Dexter Holland from The Offspring is going to give the USC Medical School's commencement speech this okay. year. And it turns out... In the out, same tone? Like he's going to be doing it in the same tone. In the whole time? He's you're earned... be successful? <laughs> Whatever you do with your life? <laughs> he's earned three degrees at USC, including a PhD in molecular biology. Whoa. Uh, so he's also... Many like, props. He, apparently, he's like a pilot. He's like a, a dude, and he created that uh, hot sauce brand, Gringo right. ba- Bandito. So, there right. you go, Dexter Holland doing things there at USC. He's isn't gonna be like Rob Halford like that too. Rob Halford? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Who? Oh, okay. It might be. It might be somebody else. There's some other ones though that are. I'm yeah, not sure. Off like the top that. of my head. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who's not doesn't have their PhD in molecular biology mm. was Vinnie Paul from Pantera. Yeah. Bless his heart. Yeah, he's a he's a badass dude. And they uh, collected some. Uh, it's a collaboration of his videos that he posted on Facebook um, from 20, 2010 to twenty eighteen. Basically, uh, uh, seven years. Oh, seven years. Excuse me, twenty eleven to twenty eighteen. And they compiled all of his online messages that he did to fans. And he was, like, giving shout-outs to fans and doing different stuff. And they put them all online. So if you're a fan of Vinnie Paul and Pantera, they just posted this compilation uh, on Eros Compilations on the YouTube channel. So nice. if you guys want to check that out, uh, it's pretty cool. I-, I watched a little bit of it, and it's a little, yeah, it's kind of bittersweet. You watch it, and you're like, man, yeah, yeah. this guy is. There's a lot of people right now kind of plugging. I'm not sure what it is, but um, uh, they're plugging Vulgar Display of Power. Mm. Um, a lot of bands, including Corey Taylor, um, just how you know, iconic it was, or yes, something. Yep. Or, yeah, yeah if you if really you, good album. Yeah, if you follow it on social media right now, for whatever reason, it's getting like a lot of headway. I'm not sure why. Nice, but it's it's That's a lot of people are appreciating album. that that album right now. So I'm I'm expecting to see like some um, I'm expecting to see some cool covers. Yeah, yeah, pop out. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, all right, well, Dave Grohl saying that he's got uh, hearing loss, uh, tinnitus. Uh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, he was telling Howard Stern in this interview. That's not true. Uh, one half... of the Dave Grohls has hearing loss. <laughs> one of the like many, five of them. Many Dave Grohls. Very hardworking, right? 
Um, he said half-joking that he has a hard time talking to people wearing masks because he's been reading lips for the past 29 years. He says he doesn't wear ear monitors on stage and instead relies on the speaker monitor that's always to his left. And because of that, his hearing in his left ear is worse than his right. Oh. Grohl's main problem is when hearing comes with situations such as a crowded restaurant. He admitted that he hasn't had his ears tested in several years and claims he knows exactly what it is and that he has hearing uh, the hearing damage tinnitus. Um, so, Yeah, or it could be that he's got a buildup of gunk in his ears and he has to have it removed with the... With the flush. It could be. Yep. Oddly enough, he says while recording and mixing, he still hears every little thing, so. Well, that's cool. Oh. All right, so let's get to the Slash story of his top hat. Here's a picture of Slash with no, his iconic it. top hat, right? I know how he, I know how it happened. Okay, so Lalo, you don't know how <coughs> it happened with this whole hat thing. I, I have no ask idea. You if, yeah, if you could just theorize in your head and you could come up with a hypothesis of how Slash got that hat, what do you think it was? If you could just take a wild guess. I think that before Slash was a man, he was just like a scarecrow. And I think that like kind of in a Frosty the Snowman type fashion, someone just kind of like put the top hat on him and then he kind of oh, sprung to life. That's a good one. Yeah. Dude. That is a good one. They put a guitar on him? They put a guitar and a top hat on him. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That exactly. is not true, but I oh. like that. <laughs> that you're you're not you're not far from it. Oh, all right. So well, no, no, this, no. I know. I okay, know how so you happened. tell, yeah, you tell me, uh, Charles. Yeah. What do you think it is? I know. So a nunnery in France, a <laughs> hundred years ago. I thought you really knew. No, I do. I do know. Okay. Um, and a top hat just wound up on their doorstep, and it had it had a nice little cluster of had cluster of soil inside, and in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of that cluster of soil was a tiny little sprout. And so this nunnery brought the top hat full of soil in and watched this, you know, they nurtured this sprout and they watched it grow and it grew into the slash we know. <laughs> and, and oh, thank you. And when he was, and when he was old enough, when he was old enough, um, he, he donned the hat. Uh, he's kind of like a Groot, if you will. Oh, he's okay. a Groot. And a French nunnery. So he's a French nunnery Groot. Mm. Have you ever listened to Slash in interviews? So, All he says is Slash. Question. All he says is the word Slash. Sometimes he'll say it angrily. That is not true, Charles. When, Sometimes he'll say it sadly. Okay. So you don't know. You don't know then. I do know. I just, I, okay. that was, that was the real story okay, of that Slash. Was, okay. All right. How did he get his hat? Okay. So somebody robbed him one time and they cut him with a knife. Oh. And he just, he just called himself Slash <laughs> moving forward. No, not how he got his name. That's what it was. How he got his hat. Yeah. And the they hat. threw a hat at him. Oh, they threw a hat threw at him. They said, him. give me your money. And they cut him. And then he gave him the money. He was like, dude, don't leave me with nothing. And then they said, fine. And they took off their hat and they threw it at him. That is not at that's, all how it happened. That's what happened. Nope. That's, that's why he looks so sad in that picture. I know. He's he looks so sad. Yeah, you know what that is, though? You you know why he wears the hat? To help keep off the November rain. I think it's because he's actually totally bald, like, on like, that's what I was 180 thinking. degrees of his head. That's it's probably actually a flat, shiny, bald <laughs> head like, under there. A longer Danny DeVito <laughs> type cut. That makes total sense. No, it's actually, okay, so it's an interesting story. Check it out. So he said it was stolen from a L.A. store. The day he oh. stole it, he just walked in there, and he said the hat just spoke to him. He put it on and walked out the door, 
and then went next door to another shop and stole a concho belt. Mm. He went home, cut up the belt, wrapped it on top of the hat, and wore it on stage that night. He mm. shared this recently with a podcast with Conan O'Brien. He said when when he was really high, he could pull it over his eyes, and it was great for his bad hair days, too. For Slash, one of the best things about it was he did, he still can't look directly into the audience when he's on the stage, so it kind of gives him that barrier. Okay. Kind of hides behind That's it. Cool. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's cool. It's an interesting story, right? Uh, all right, so check it out. Some rock birthdays. Charles. Oh, take no. it away. Yes. Uh, so we love Talking Heads. We do. We, we love. Do. Ta- we listen to Talking Heads uh, often killer. at the house. Uh, we listen to Psycho Killer a lot at our house. So uh, Jerry Harrison, guitarist, keyboardist, Talking Heads. You are seventy three. And there is a documentary now episode about a documentary in oh, the Talking Heads, the, which the, is excellent. Where, where's that at? It's on documentary now on oh, season one. Nice on Netflix. On Netflix. Oh, cool. Yeah, I it's really seen good. That. So documentary now. Does it is, have like Jerry in there and some of the other guys? Or? No, uh, it's so cool. Uh, documentary now is it, it? It's documentaries that make fun of documentaries. Ah. And, yeah, and it's Bill Hader and um, oh Fred, yeah yeah and Fred, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen and and even Helen Mirren mm-hmm. introduces doc each uh, documentary. So like they have fake documentaries about documentaries, yes. and one of them is a documentary about Talking Heads, and it is just great, man. Mm. It is just great. He does one. They do one that's like a making fun of like Steely Dan or oh, like yeah. one of those like yeah. bands like from that era. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, Blue that's Jean a two parter. The Blue, Blue Jean, Jean Committee. Committee. That's a two parter. Oh my yeah. god, that it's one's so, good. so funny. So good. All right. Okay, so Paul Jones. Whoa. Oh, look at him. He's so happy. Paul Jones, oh, original like human golden retriever, Manfred Mann. <laughs> a human golden retriever. Paul like Jones, that. original lead singer of Manfred Mann. He's 80. He's 80 years old. I stand behind the golden retriever thing. I think he's like an actual dog that was like yep, magically he could be. Yeah, exactly. He could be. And he just came yep. up with the name Manfred Mann as like a disguise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a very human name, right? Yeah. yeah. This will fool the humans. Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann. <laughs> Manfred Mann. Yes. I'm not doggy dog. Not a man. dog. I'd like you to know that my name is Man. I am Man. Malford Man. Not a dog. Uh, Jonathan Kane. He's the keyboardist for Journey. He's and a... he's gone his separate ways with the babies. Oh, okay. He's 72 years old and he's still rocking the fattest fucking soul badge I've ever seen in my life, man. Yeah, but he also plays in the Separate Ways video. He also oh, plays the keyboardist on the, the side of a wall. The... Oh, yeah. Yep. Plays it on the side of a wall. Jonathan Kane, uh, brother to Abel, and cousin to uh, politician Herman Kane. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Co- Paul Cotton, and that is not a stage name. He's <laughs> actually named Paul Cotton. He's actually made of cotton. Yeah, he's actually made. <laughs> he's eighty percent cotton. Yep, this guy. Yep, and it's an eighty and twenty percent blend. It's an eighty twenty blend. Directly related to Johnny Appleseed. Twenty percent polyester. Yeah. When he gets wet, Polyester. he just shrinks. He's yeah. the singer-guitarist of Poco. He is 79 years old, and he has been wearing that shirt every day of his life for the past 15 years. This is years. when he was actually I, 23. I can't. That this He's is, 23 yeah. in that picture. He's 23 right there. I can honestly say, though. You don't that want to see him now. I couldn't put him up there. Uh-huh. I think. <laughs> the I, I honestly think I would make love to his guitar. That, that is that a is nice like, guitar. That really is a nice beautiful guitar. That is that is a gorgeous guitar. Nice, Gretch. Send me a guitar, Paul Cotton. Okay, it's in the mail. 
Mitch Ryder. He's looking so insightful in this picture. Uh, And it's because he's about to turn 77. He's like, listen to this mic. (laughs) Uh, The Detroit Wheels uh, of the Detroit Wheels. He's 77. All right. All right. He's like, I love this mic. All right. Check it out. We got we got some trivia for you guys this week Uh, on this week in 1968. Okay. This group released their debut single. Nice. Mm. The very first single from this group was it A, Black Sabbath, B, Genesis, C, The Police, or D, Cocaine Crosby and the Crack House Cooks. Ooh. It was that wasn't a very popular. I'll tell you, the 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 advisory board did not like that band name. That's a hard one. That was they couldn't even stock it in the shelves. Yeah, they they didn't even when when the single came out for. Uh, cocaine Crosby and the uh, Crack House Cooks. Yeah, uh, they just basically uh, they got the box of them and just threw them in the trash. And they're just like, we can't play this. Have you ever eaten at the Crack House Cooks though? Is that a restaurant? It's a, yeah, no, it's I've San never Francisco. been there. Outback Crack House. Yeah, it's wonderful. Wow, it's, it's, it's in San Francisco. Yeah, it's what, cra- what do they it's what do they serve there? It's all crap. It's all crap. It's all, okay. it's all snow crap. <laughs> it's all crap. They're the Crack House Cooks. Wow. Crack House Cooks. Yep. Um, so 1968, this group releases their debut single. I so I'm gonna it's I'm gonna go actually with Genesis because I think that Genesis is a bit older than people think they are. Yeah, sure, sure. I think I think that's it, and I don't mm-hmm. think Black Sabbath actually released um, their debut album until the 70s. Okay. Hmm. Honestly, I have no idea when like a lot of these bands were around. I. I know, okay, Phil Collins was in Genesis, right? Yeah. Okay. He wasn't in Genesis when they first started, though. Oh, okay. I will give you that hint. No. I just, like, I can't really, like, pin. When they were the very first band, Phil Collins was in. Mm-hmm. time for them? I'm actually going to go with the police. Okay. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. All right. We got uh, Genesis and the police. Yep. It is Genesis. Oh, and here's uh-huh. a picture of them. Here is nice. a uh, pick. Pick out the uh, very young Peter Gabriel. Wow! Which, look at that. Where is he? Okay, so the very young Peter Gabriel. Yeah, which one is he? Is oh, this is actually kind of hard. This is weird because I know exactly what Peter Gabriel looks like, and this is difficult. Um, and there's also uh, another drummer in there. That whoa! Was King Crimson. Wait, whoa! What? Yeah, King Crimson's uh, drummer. One okay, of the from King this is so crazy. I know what Peter Gabriel looks like. He's the okay, so fourth to the uh, he, he's the second to the right, second to the right, the so dude, dude in the white shirt, white shirt, black, this one like, right here, that guy. Overcoat. Yes, okay. you okay. are correct. That is Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Now identify the drummer from King Crimson. Oh was, uh, man, King Crimson um, for a number of years, all the way to the left, to the left, yeah, this guy. No, I'm gonna take a wild guess and say all the way to the right. This is him. This Whoa. is Bill, wow. Bill Bruford. Very what? young That's Bill him? Bruford, yes. And Bill Bruford was in Genesis before Phil Collins. Wow. And Phil Collins replaced Bill Bruford, and Bill Bruford went to King Crimson uh, when they did that little swap. Yeah, like the... When he walked out of the building and Phil Collins stepped in, I bet Phil Collins said, Hey! I don't think that's true. I like no. how two of them just look like murderers. This guy definitely looks like a shifty individual. Oh, yeah. I don't know who he is. But they're more like subtly shifty. He wasn't even in the band. He was just some dude that sold them like an agent. He just walked in there. He looks confused. I sold them these jackets. Yeah. I sold them these jackets. Yeah. I sold them these jackets. 
All right. Yeah, the Silent Sun. That was Genesis' first single was released on this week in 1968. Silent All right. Sun. Cool. All right. So let's talk about Platinum Records now. This week in 1976, this record goes platinum. It's the very first record in in the history of the recording industry of Association of America to go platinum. Mm, okay. All right. And it happened this week in 1976. Love it. Was it A, the Beatles, Abbey Road? B, the Eagles' greatest hits. C, Michael Jackson's Off the Wall. Or D, Crosby, Cocaine, Kookaburra, Calamity, live from the Transylvania Freakout Festival. Oh, I love that album. Um, wow, that was a yeah, classic. That's a hard one. That's a blast from the past. That was I didn't even realize that was in contention for a best-selling album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently it is. I love that album. You can listen to it in forward and reverse. <laughs> and it sounds exactly still the sounds same. sounds exactly the same. <laughs> Crosby's Coking Kookaburra Calamity live from the Transylvania Freakout Festival. Yep. I love it. I still have the t-shirt from that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What's on the t-shirt? It's nothing but just like a splatter of vomit. <laughs> oh. That's it. And I think it's real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think he. I think he individually. That was his way yeah. of signing the shirt. Yeah. He just threw up on each one. It's, <laughs> it's weird. Every time I touch it, though, I commune with him. Really? Yeah. It's, it's like a. It, is it like a protoplasm? Yeah. Well, it's it's actually, a gateway. It's weird because he's always echoey, like he's on the toilet. <laughs> really? Yeah, but he speaks to me, hmm. and he tells me. Uh, he tells That's, me things. I don't know. That yeah, sounds absolutely. a little weird. He it tells is me weird. Yeah, things. that sounds kind of weird. It is weird. But his um, band was weird, so... Right. So I would love to say Crosby's Cocaine Kookaburra Calamity live from the Transylvania Freakout Festival. Uh, but I want to know, which one do you think, Lolo? Oh, I'm going Michael Jackson. Mm. I'm doing Michael Jackson, too. Yeah. You guys are all doing Michael Jackson, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, that means we're wrong. That means I, don't I know. know it. Oh, oh, wow. The Eagles. The Eagles. The Eagles. Greatest hits. Yes, 1971 to 75 is the very first certified platinum record yeah in the recording industry of it's my America. buddy drew's is favorite band and he's yeah. gonna he's gonna punch me in the face when he's is that an eagle like that. it's a eagle skull oh with like yep. native american type of um paintings on it i guess is it in the water yeah it's all like a desert sand oh. i think actually. you like the eagles i was gonna make a seagull joke doesn't apply. Seagulls. <laughs> yeah, I loved. I love that uh, there was a group named the Seagulls uh, around the time of the Eagles, and they got into a really horrible fight. Oh. Right. Yeah. I heard horrible they just fight. like flew over them and wanted bread. Yeah. And that was the extent of the fight. That was it. They just demanded yep. uh, slices of bread to be thrown on the ground so yeah. they could eat them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what they the sued fa- them for in, in the court. fast lane. Yeah, that was, that's, that's what that song was based on. Yeah. That's actually It'll surely make why they wrote mind. that. Yep. Uh, all right, so there, there you go. Uh, first platinum record ever this week in what was what, what year? Uh, 1976. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, check it out. What do you think about this? Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with rock, but I thought it was interesting. And I thought maybe, Lalo, you could weigh in on it. Mm. What, do you, what do you think? 67% of people that were surveyed for this said personal finance course should be taught in high school. Mm. I'm... What do you 100% think? for that. Yeah. I think that'd be like crazy useful. I would actually, I would want to learn that. That was one of the things that I always talk about with old friends from high school too. Like, man, wouldn't that be fucking great if they wouldn't have taught us how to like invest money, save money, 
uh, you know, finances, how to budget your money, do any of that stuff. They didn't teach us anything like that in high school, right? I yeah. mean, like, even just coming from someone who has no idea what, like, being an adult is like, I would imagine all that is, like, incredibly useful in adult life. It so, is, like, and I think, like, the sooner you understand that, the better it is for you to, like, learn to, like, buy something for yourself as soon as you can instead of throwing away your money on rent and figuring out a way to, like, build up your credit and, uh, have, you know, get a down payment for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Word. Now, yeah. I'm actually, I'm not sure about this, but I think my school might actually offer, like, a finance class. Or it might not be, like, a finance class, but it's something with, like, economics. I'm not sure. Do it. Yeah, maybe economics, but, take yeah, it. whatever it is, if it's on the fringes of that, you should do it. Because, yeah, that, yeah any of it. that stuff is the real stuff you learn in life. Like, I, I'm so pissed I look back, like, you know, with geometry and pre-calculus and all this stuff that has absolutely no bearing Nothing. on the That it could have Nothing. been focused more along these lines. Yeah. And learning numbers that actually have relevance in the real world. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, like obtuse angles. Yeah, all of that stuff. um, uh, Learning um, algebraic equations, and you know, it's just to me, honestly, nothing to do with real life. Yeah, honestly, uh, if 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 you you don't have to learn Excel. Yeah, because it. it all does it for you. Learn how to speak There's Excel. There's no reason Excel to language. keep that in your head mm-hmm. and do it without a calculator because yep. that's not the way the real, the real yep. world Remember works. this, audience. Remember this. Learn Excel. Formulas tab. You are good to go. <laughs> and you then are for, good for this, to go. For this type of stuff, honestly, just start saving your money. Create a nest egg for yourself. Yeah. Even though it's tough to... Um, Put put aside money for stuff like this. No. Yeah. I would say like once you get past that age of like eighteen to twenty one to seriously start investing in your future that way because yeah. real estate is the only it's like the poor man's retirement plan. Yeah. You know, like real estate is the thing that we can all attain as regular people, but you need to have money to be able to do it, and the down payment is the biggest part of real estate. And if you come in there with five, six, seven, eight grand saved up, you're able to already get the hardest part out of that uh, equation done. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. was the hardest part for us was coming up with that down payment because yeah. you can't take a loan out from it. You can't get it borrowed. You can't like, you know, you can't do all this stuff. They, they watch you and they watch your finances. So if you if you have that nest egg naturally and you start saving up, just even like 50 bucks a month from the time that you're that age until you're 25. Yeah. By the time you're 25, you're going to be able to buy a house. Oh, yeah. Because you'll have a stable job. You'll have decent credit. And also start getting a credit card early at a very small amount, like $100 or $150 limit. Oh, yeah. Make all your purchases on the month of it and then pay it off every month. Yep. Pay it off every month. Yeah, get pay that, it off every get month. Get that excellent But make all score. your purchases every month on the card mm-hmm. and then use your cash to pay that off. Yeah. You build up your credit, and then you start showing that you can pay off your bill every time, and you don't have a big balance, right? Yeah, yeah. If I would have known those couple of little steps to just get my stuff going right out of high school... You'd be golden. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it took me a long time to figure that stuff out. And but instead, it would have had a course in, like yeah, this, you instead know? Instead, you sold Fritos and crack. <laughs> yeah. And I, you I actually went down didn't. that route. But and back alleyways. Maybe something similar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's. I, I I agree with this. I think that's what they should do. Uh, I actually, you know, right? I what have a think? very close friend who is uh, sells Fritos and crack. Well, that too. I have two <laughs> close friends. Wait, the other one, the more successful one at this point. Uh, he actually, you, 
you might know who I'm talking about, but yeah. um, he actually started investing like maybe two years ago with like oh. the help of his parents. In Fritos uh-huh. and Crack. In, Frito, in Fritos and Crack. Yeah, skyrocketing. Yeah. In the Fritos people, and Crack market. People love yep. him. Especially Fritos. Yeah, but that's, Fritos. you're right. You got to get in on the ground floor at the time that you start being inspired and you want to learn that information. Yeah. And then it's just like a natural progression and you want to like, you know, figure it out. Yeah. And, and I think that this is overlooked in high school and they should really, you know, put that out there. You know, we, we got off track with all that, but I just want to throw it out there. I think it's a valuable thing. And, you know, anyway, so. Valuable lesson. Okay. This is a funny story to end it. Whoa, cocaine hippo! And is I that think the David Crosby. Guy? I, I was gonna say. See, yeah. this is the thing. This is the tie-in. Is that David Crosby's cocaine kookaburra, whatever it was? I what do think. You mean whatever it was. I think that they were responsible for this. They say it was Pablo Escobar, but I think it was David Crosby. Oh uh, no! So check this out. The Colombian government has declared that 130 hippos originated from Pablo Escobar's estate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has a big zoo. This is a real thing. So they've, like, multiplied. They've breeded, right? And they're calling them cocaine hippos just because, like, the media likes to latch on that kind of stuff. But they're saying that they want to kill them off because they they have no local predators. And that they're like dominating the landscape. That's awesome. They're vicious. Yeah, and they're yeah, crazy. They're, How yeah. would they kill them off? That's why. Keep well, them. like they want to shoot them. They just want to like kill them. And they're vicious, man. They're, they're saying they're hippos invasive. Yeah, hippos are crazy, right? So I don't know. What do you think about that? And they're saying they call them cocaine hippos. I don't think they're actually on cocaine. Well, a, I'm perfectly fine <laughs> with who with knows hippos. Uh, just let them let them be. Yeah. Let them be. I like the let idea of naming a band Pablo Escobar's Cocaine Hippos. I just like Cocaine Hippos. I think we should just save that. I just memory like banks. Hippos. Put it back there. Cocaine Hippos. But you know Pablo Escobar's. It's like he's presenting it. Yeah. It's like he's Pablo gonna be Escobar's there. Cocaine Hippos. Yeah. Like, it's like, like yeah. he's gonna be there. Yeah. When you go His to hologram. Pablo Escobar's Cocaine Hippos. It's like Pablo Escobar's uh, co- uh, Cocaine. Uh, hippos, he's gonna be out there on a hologram presenting his hippos for you. Yeah, yeah. I I think they should just leave the hippos. Al- it like, sounds disturbing, actually, when I say it out loud. But <laughs> is the, okay. Now, is the problem that hippos are like actively attacking other creatures? Yes. Oh, okay. One of them recently attacked a 31-year-old man as he was fishing, uh, and some other people uh, apparently they've been like uh, killing some of the animal, local animals, and stuff like that. But apparently they they attacked a man, but he didn't kill anybody. It's a cocaine hippo. What is he? It's a know? cocaine hippo. I mean, poor poor hippo. Maybe he's just, just he's just trying to get his next fix. Don't fish near the hippo. <laughs> don't fish near don't the fish hippo. Near they the should hippo. put those signs up. Cocaine hippos territory. <laughs> don't fish. Don't feed the hippos. Please do not give them a ten a ten spot or a little rock or anything that you think that they would enjoy. Just leave them be and let them detox. Even though it's like. It's kind of like if, for whatever reason, these are actual like cocaine hippos. I have no idea how that would work. Even though that sucks, I think it's genuinely really cool that Pablo Escobar like accidentally created like an entire new species of hippo that just so happens to be like a totally invasive species massacring everything around. It's his last like, haha, f you, take my hippos. Yeah, all my hippos are taking over now. Can you imagine if like Michael Jackson just bred a bunch of like super monkeys <laughs> and they all took over, <laughs> <laughs> like Planet of the Apes? 
That and is little crazy. Glittered up costumes just ripping people apart. This is a HBO documentary. I love it. I would totally watch that. Let's I get out it. there, look, Charles. We got to get out there with some cameras. Hippo King. And start documenting this. Uh, documenting this. Documentary. 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 Which is not a word. Documenting is a word, and mm -hmm. that's probably the better choice. But we need to do documentaring or documenting of this event. What do you think? The Colombian. We're gonna, fly, we're gonna fly out to Colombia. We're gonna find these hippos. We're gonna <laughs> get some crow's milk. We're gonna get some ball jack. Oh no! Crow yeah. reserve. We're gonna get stocked up. Go down there like Indiana Jones style. Oh, it'd be wonderful. You're gonna make yep. the hippos stronger with ball jack. I actually kind of. I'm on the hippo side. I want to support them. Do you know making hippos? I want to go down there stronger, and just like support them. Making hippos stronger with ball jack is a we good commercial. Give them ball oh, jack yeah. and crow's milk. I know that'd be amazing. And they would like tear through the species, the other species, a lot faster. Well, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna climb up to the top of the food chain easy. The Colombian government's gonna hear this podcast and yeah. uh, send us a cease and desist. Mm. Yeah. Do not approach our cocaine hippos with ball jack and or crow's milk. Yeah. And or krill krill reserve. Yeah. No, if they don't want them, we'll take them. If they oh, don't, yeah. right? The cocaine hippos, I'll gladly we take could them. Have, yeah, we could do a cocaine hippo adoption program. I'd no, love to I have a love. cocaine hippos fighting. Each other? And bet on them? Yeah. Each other or like other animals? Yeah. Dude, we're going to bet on cocaine. Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos fighting each other oh, yeah. in like a UFC style event. Yeah. I think in like a big moat. Like an octagon moat, yeah, where they're they have foliage and water, and they're able to like kind of dip up. Be wonderful, like, be, you know. In their I think it's less habitat. dark. I love that. If we like make them fight each other, I think it would be a little bit better if we had them fight other like kind of top contending like creatures. And what about kinda, men? Like, like big cats and like alligators. What I about think like that, men yeah, like yeah. like retired MMA fighters or just oiled up, oiled up like bodybuilders, oiled up old veterans. <laughs> That are like, oh, no. like yeah. surly and angry. Surly, you know? yeah. Surly veterans. And they're like, they they did they did a tour in Colombia and they yeah. want to get revenge on Pablo Escobar on the wildlife and his, and his cocaine uh, hippos. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that hippo when he was just a young one in he 1973. Young. He was just a young. He's hip. a full grown one now. He's a full grown. I can't he, one of that bastard uh, got one of my eyes. But <laughs> he's like chubs. <laughs> yeah, he's like chubs. Pablo Escobar's uh, hippo. Before we end the podcast, can I can oh, I yes. uh, add so yeah. yeah, so last week Please. uh yeah, last week I was talking about how last Wednesday um one of my friends, a long time long time friends and a tremendous musician. This guy was amazing. He was so multi-talented, uh suffering from severe depression, unfortunately. Um he took his own life last Wednesday. His name is Matt Eckland. Uh, I, I reached out to his sister. I got permission. Uh, Matt Eklund, um, uh, Matthew Eklund, E-K-L-U-N-D. His sister's name is Karen Eklund, uh, K-A-R-E-N, uh, E-K-L-U-N-D. And she has a fundraiser on GoFundMe.com uh, for Matt's funeral expenses. And the dude, again, the dude was amazing. He was the nicest guy in the world. Um, he was a musician. Uh, he was a tremendous musician, uh, super talented, uh, crazy. Had a whole future in front of him. But he, you know, unfortunately, how old was he? Uh, he was thirty-six. He was thirty-six years old. He passed. He passed away. That's and, crazy. And we talk about people like Chester Bennington. We talk about people who have uh, committed suicide um, uh, over the past couple of years. And right now, uh, COVID's crazy. 
and people are alone and they're afraid and the world is nuts and and i'm just telling you just reach out to those people ask them how they're doing drop them a line say hello and for shits and giggles um if you want to make if you want to make this guy feel good contribute 5 10 15 bucks to this um to this fundraiser yeah throw it out there again yep uh if you go to gofundme.com it's a fundraiser by karen ecklin it doesn't have a specific title but if you just type in karen ecklin um it should show uh, it should show that and so far she's She's got a, a, a she's got a, a decent amount of money um, going towards that th- those funeral expenses, but good. She could definitely use more. Yeah, yeah. And and yep. we you know uh, we want to say too. I know you threw it out there. I don't have the number in front of me for the suicide hotline. Yeah. But um, that's real stuff. I mean, you know, suicide hotline is probably intimidating for a lot of people that are on the edge to talk some to some stranger that they don't know. But if you ever feel like, oh, I can't call uh, Charles right now, or oh, I can't call Chris, it's it's midnight, you know, I'm I'm feeling really shitty. Don't don't feel that way. If you have a, a good friend or somebody that you care about uh, that you stay in contact with, uh, and you're feeling like that, uh, don't worry about disturbing them or uh, being a nuisance to them or any kind of being an inconvenience. There's a lot of people that have this kind of mentality like, oh, I don't want to be this inconvenience. I know you got your life's going so good and I didn't want to bother oh, you. Oh, yeah. yeah. That whole kind of like don't think that, you know, we want to help you guys out. You know, we want to make sure that that door is always open. So I just want to make sure that that's known, you know, yeah. for all of us uh, here at the at the podcast that you guys can always reach out to us. Uh, hey. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so just just, you know. Keep that in mind. It's Keep just, it in mind. It's just something that I want to throw it out there. Uh, you got the suicide hotline? Suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. There's people available 24 hours a day at 800-273-8255. And that's for everybody listening on the podcast as well that's not watching us on Twitch right now. Uh, you know, whenever you're hearing this episode, if you're ever feeling that way, you're not alone. There's a lot of people going through the same stuff that you're going through right now and could offer you some advice and maybe give you a good positive outlook on on everything, right? This guy. So keep it keep it positive yep. as much as possible. I know it's tough these days, like you were saying with COVID and everybody being shut up and uh, you know kind of cut off from everybody. And for people that were going through AA and like had a support system and other people, it's really tough because that got all shut down. And a lot of people oh, that were yeah. like going to meetings, every waking up every morning, going down there to the guys and seeing everybody, all that stuff got shut off. And yeah, yeah. Imagine if you were, you know, that was like what was keeping you going. Yeah, you know. Big time. And for veterans and other people out there, that's they're on that routine, and when that gets disturbed, it can really just kind of come out of nowhere. That oh, oh I thought, yeah, I thought John was fine, you know, but yeah, that routine gets disturbed. That whole you know security and that whole everything that they have gets messed up so if you haven't heard from somebody in a while check in with them yeah big time when i'm feeling down this guy right here just gives me a big old man hug and sometimes you got to do that for your friends that's right yep big old man hug uh all right guys that's it for us this week make sure you guys check us out of course rocknewsweekly.com at rocknewsweekly on facebook instagram twitter 
Check out all of our stuff uh, on the website as well as our Twitch channel, YouTube channel. Subscribe to us, all that good stuff. Uh, and if you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores if you're listening. Uh, uh, we appreciate it. However you think, you don't have to give us five stars, but give us four stars. Give us three stars. Give us something. It helps our algorithm and more people discover the podcast. So we appreciate it, and we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. 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 Give us stars. Stars.